said, I'm Father Thomas, I'm visiting good friends here, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here. You do have a great parish, okay? You do, really do. Um, in the, uh, as we got here, and growing up I never heard this, and I thought, I'm going to change that, okay? We never heard those songs we sing explained. Some of them you can't explain. Some of them are just so different that you just can't explain it. So, for example, I've always thought, sing to the mountains, sing to the sea. Uh, that's idolatry. You don't worship mountains and sea, okay? You love them. I've heard that you have a mountain here, but it must have moved, okay? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. That's, it's exactly the same mountain we have in Ohio. It looks the same, okay? But uh, the opening song, Ransom, okay? Come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. What's the deal with ransom? I mean, what's going on there? You see, we, we always should ask that of our faith. What is, what's that going on with that? And so what's the deal with ransom? Um, back in the Middle Ages, some of the groups, a group called Mercedarians, I think the Trinitarians, they would offer themselves to take the place of Christian soldiers who got caught up in the... Um, the Crusades, and as ransom, they were the Mercedarians were a, a whole group of people, men and women, who offered themselves as ransom to take the place of prisoners. Isn't that that's amazing? What's going on there? What's the ransom? To tell you, I have a story. What ransom is, and then we'll get into these readings in the day. Um, and I've got to use a story in my mind. I've got to use a story, and I've got to do it in such a way that the littlest among us don't blow a gasket before we get it done, okay? The, um, the littlest among us being at church is more important than my homily. Remember that. It's more important than the homily to have them here. And um, uh, so it's a joy. That is the voice of the future, right? Right? So um, what's ransom? If you don't like my preaching, I'm a Dominican, and if you don't like my preaching, then when we're outside, and you, if I reach out your hand, my hand to say hello or give you the bump, the, um, um, and you dodge it and you bop me, okay, and give me a fat lip, the, the punishment is, really, because you're a churchgoer, the punishment is I'm not coming over your house later. I think you're going to try to finish the job, okay? Um, the, um, yeah, I'm not coming over there. It's probably going to take about 10 years of goodwill on your part to get me coming over your house for dinner. The, that's, the, that's it. Now, if you do that to the office holder of the President of the United States, you're going to jail from probably 3 to 10. You're probably going to go 3 to 10 to jail. It, it, and they'll throw in a trial to make sure it's legit, okay, any lawyers out there. That's just the way it is. Why? That's the way it would be for any of us. Why is there a trial and a long sentence automatically for that person and not for us? Is it because they're more human than any of us? No. Is it because they're more, um, they're smarter? No. Is it because they have a greater heart than anyone here? No. It's because they carry more responsibility, okay? When I speak, I speak to hundreds, maybe thousands, if I'm lucky, okay, with, with live streaming. When the president speaks, they're speaking to multi, multi millions of people. They can actually make or break entire nations. I can't. So they carry, in this world, 
they, they carry more responsibility. So you're going to throw in, the punishment is greater based on the person that was wronged. That's how punishment works. And so what happens if the one you've wronged, if the one you've said, back off, I don't want you. I'll call you when I need you. You sit in the corner. Back off if the one, what happens if the one you've done that to, through your representative, through your ambassador, because you personally had an ambassador, and his name was Adam, and he said that to God. What do you think should happen to that people? Saying to the creator, king of the universe, who's very, what do you get God for Christmas, a tie? He keeps the molecules going in a tie, okay? He, he's behind every breath we take, every heartbeat. God is behind it. So what happens to the person who says, and we have, right, in Adam, and then we've all joined in with his no when we sin. What happens when it's the creator of the universe you've insulted? What kind of punishment, what kind of debt to justice does our soul have when you tell the universe, the creator of the universe, back off? I don't want anything to do with you until I tell you to move. Holy cow. It's going to be more than one lifetime, isn't it? Because he's eternal. He's glory itself. Angels shiver in his presence. And one, your guardian angel could wipe out all armies who've ever fought just like that. One angel could do that. How, what happens to the person who insults the living God? It will be a punishment that lasts forever. More than one lifetime. And... Because we couldn't pay that, that's the debt to justice. Justice demanded that something happen. So what happens to that? We couldn't pay it. And that's what we're celebrating, is the Lord, the king of the universe, said, they can't pay it. I can. I'll take that. And just like at a good restaurant, when the receipt comes and someone says, we have a Dominican father, good guy. And every time he comes out, he says, I'll take that. Oh, I forgot my wallet. Every single time. So one of our brothers actually went in his room and got his wallet and said, oh, I, I would love to pay that. I'll pay it. And they said, oh, wow, okay, great. And they came out and said, here's the receipt. And he goes, I'll pay that. Oh, I forgot my wallet. And the brother goes, here it is. Oh, it was wonderful. We should have had it on film. But what happens? Jesus said, they can't pay it. I will. I'll take that. And that's what he did. He paid the debt that we couldn't pay. That's ransom. It's an economic motif, okay? So it's, a, it's economics. But it's not a family motif or a temple motif. And he said, I'll pay it. He ransomed us. He ransomed you from the consequences of your sins. That's, what that's, that's why that first line of the song is great. The readings we have, from, it's from St. Luke. The, um, and it talks about uh, Mary, and this would be the visitation in the rosary uh, in St. Luke, and it brings up that wonderful thing, blessed are you who believe, that that's the first beatitude in Luke. In Matthew, they're in chapter 5. We have songs about that, right? Uh, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of God. But this is the first beatitude in Luke. Blessed are those, or blessed is she who believe. That's what Mary did. Faith for Catholics is not merely an intellectual thing. The 16th president of the United States was Abraham Lincoln. What'd that do for you yesterday? Okay, that's not, that's not faith. Faith is 
a, a, a reality that makes a difference in your life. Faith gets into your hands as charity because it's all grace. And so Mary believed, so it just wasn't an intellectual dance in that. It made a difference. She believed. And so that's what, we, that's what we celebrate today. Mary's faith, which actually just not a fact here, but actually her, by her faith, the Lord Jesus came to be. We celebrate this on March 25th in the Annunciation. That's our... Um, uh, that's uh, where it started. The, um, and the Annunciation was announced by St. Hippolytus. He said the ancient tradition is that the Annunciation was, uh, was celebrated, was founded, happened on March 25th. He said that in the year 211. The fact that the youngster was born was secondary. It was like, of course he was born. But he became one of us on March 25th. And that was established by St. Hippolytus in, in the year 211. So it's an ancient feast. Um, we are still going for it. Remember, Christmas season is for 12 days. So from Christmas Day. Now, if, you, if you're getting out there and having a little bit of uh, Christmas parties, awesome, great. It's not wrong. But just realize it, kind of, it does water down the preparation that's Advent. So if you have a month of celebration, blessed are you, okay? You obviously haven't given anyone a fat lip. But um, the, um, it does water down the oomph that should happen with Christmas Day. Because Christmas season begins Christmas Day, or a day or two before. Your, your family can call it. But it, go, it has to go for 12 days. And if you... Get all your celebration energy done before Christmas Day. It's going to be very hard to celebrate those 12 days. That's when you start seeing Christmas trees on the lawn for garbage on the 26th. Okay, They're, they're out of it. They're done with it. For us, we celebrate for 12 days for the Epiphany. And if you're really a champion, if you're really good, you go and keep celebrating until February 2nd, Groundhog Day. Okay, You do the Groundhog Day. Um, uh, which is also known as the Feast of the Presentation. For us, we celebrate Christmas. We love it, okay? If folks say happy holidays, wonderful. Those holy days, there's more holy days packed into the next two weeks than any other time of the year. So it is holy days, though they mispronounce it and call it holidays. The, um, the, when you get ready for Christmas as this, during this time, Advent, uh, realize that getting ready for Christmas is awesome preparation when you, when you get ready for his, to celebrate his first coming. That's awesome preparation for when he comes again. Isn't that neat? The church throws that in there, and sometimes we don't realize it. If you're really getting ready for Christmas and you're cranking up for Christmas, and this comes, the guy that made uh, Old Scrooge even saw this. Celebrating, getting ready to celebrate the first Christmas is, in fact, wonderful preparation for the next Christmas. We practice the same things. Prayer, study, getting to know your faith, some type of ch service or charity, and establishing great relationships. That's all ready. So when the Lord comes again, because you've celebrated Christmas, you'll be ready to see him. You'll be ready and going, finally, versus cowering in a dark cave. Christmas has decorations, and there's a whole story behind those decorations. The basis of those decorations are... St. Nicholas, not your beloved saint, the other St. Nicholas, 
St. Bonaventure and the Bethlehem manger scene. So just realize that there's a depth to them that goes beyond what our, frankly, atheist society will recognize. It's an atheist society. And they'll make anything into a joke to sell stuff, right? It's all about selling at the moment. And so I just, I was cracking up because I went into Walmart and around one pole in Walmart, there were purple and pink streamers around a pole in Walmart. And I'm like, wow. And I went to an attendant and I said, so why is that there? And they looked at me and gave me the proper answer. It's in the manual. We're supposed to put them up there. And they went off and did their job, okay, because it was a weird question. Um, but they had no idea. It's because of our, our wreath. They had no idea. It's hilarious. Look for those things. There's, there's vestiges of Catholic symbolism all over right now. When St. Bonavis pointed out the fir tree and said, our tree is the wood of the cross, but if we did have a tree, it would be the fir tree because it shouts everlasting life. It's always alive, evergreen. And so St. Boniface did that. One of the decorations we have, and usually in our, ho uh, in our families and our homes, and you'll have it here over there in that niche, is the nativity scene. Okay, right now you've got, you got a bunch of animals staring at a crib. Okay, so, but um, that's going to grow, I'm sure of it. And you're going to have a nativity scene. One thing to do is realize the nativity scene, there's more there than people realize. Okay, maybe that's why people that, don't like faith, are really against it, because they sense there's more behind this than just sweaty donkeys and oxen. And so what's going on there? Um, there's going to be a Mary, right? A Mary scene, in the, a Mary figure in the nativity, and there's going to be a Joseph. You can go a lot of churches, and you'll see in those very places Mary and Joseph. It's kind of neat. Uh, we will invoke them at this Mass in just a moment. Um, see, little youngsters... You don't realize this, but you little youngsters serve every one of us. You've got to be thankful for bambinos at Mass, because after about 5, 10, about, definitely about 15 minutes, they become homilometers, okay? And they say in baby language, pick it up, Padre, we don't have all day. So thank you, young sir. The more babies we get, it, more bambinos at Mass, the shorter the homilies, okay? <laughs> And no fair, you can't pinch them. That's not fair, okay? But you have Mary and Jesus, you have uh, Mary and Joseph, you have Jesus. He's not laying on the ground. He's raised up, right, okay, in the manger, okay? He's raised up in that feeding trough. Um, there's a food motif. People, by putting him in a feeding trough, the manger, you know, nativity scene, but the manger specifically, there's a feeding motif that's put in there. He was also put in Bethlehem. And Bethlehem is Hebrew for lamb's meat, okay? It's lamb's meat, especially if someone told me in Arabic, it's even closer, the meat of the lamb, which is pretty amazing. Um, so there's a feeding motif going on there. There's a light, isn't there, in the manger scene? A light that says God is here. And it was always there. It was leading people who were not naturally Jews to the manger scene. Do we have that? We have a, main, a, a light that always says God is here. It's always going. You got a great one right there. 
Yep, that light says it. Um, there's angels present. There's angels around the nativity scene. And there, there was angel choirs. Some of us just clap our hands. They all sing. And so uh, they're singing from an angel's songbook. That's what we do. We sing from an angel's songbook. We sing Gloria in Excelsis Deo. They said that back in old Bethlehem. And isn't it amazing? We say that every time we come to Mass uh, when it's the full Mass on Sunday. Angel tuned, Agnus Dei, Lamb of God. They sing that. The angels sing that in heaven, says the Bible. Uh, amen, amen. They sing it from the heart. And whenever we say amen, we should also. There's a shepherd. There were a bunch of shepherds in the nativity scene. There's usually at least one. And there's a flock. Is there a shepherd and a flock when you come to Mass? There is. That's kind of the, our, where our relations should be. Um, there's gifts brought up. There is gifts, right? Three kings, gifts. Okay. Well, we have gifts also. Now, because of the uh, COVID protocols, they'll be up there already. But those gifts come up. Okay. Uh, there's royalty present in the manger scene. They're kneeling in adoration. It's a wonderful moment. Is the royalty present here? Okay, don't raise your hand if you are, okay, because all the cherries will come to you. <clears throat> but um, there is royalty, because if your brother is king of the universe, you are royalty. Okay, and there, we're kneeling in adoration before the Lord. And society, just like at the scene of the manger scene, society is clueless. It's going on, and old Bethlehem was completely clueless as to what was happening in that nativity, okay? And for us, it's the same, okay? It's the same, totally clueless. Oh, look, at they're going to church, and they don't realize that we're participating in something that may even be in their town squares, may even be in pictures, the nativity, or, as you hopefully you saw, something that's even closer than nativity, Mass. We celebrate the incarnation of Christ throughout the year. That's the beauty of what we've got. So this Christmas, be aware that Jesus is alive. And Jesus wants you to know that your debt, your problem, the greatest debt you ever had, has been paid. It's been paid by the grace of the Lord. He reached through creation, through the whole cosmos, and said, I'll take that because you can't. I got this one. I got this one. And he did it for you. And it all begins in a few days at Christmas.